0: Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Algar Productions. You are listening to the Post Atomic Horror Podcast with Ron Algar Watt and Matt Robotham. Episode 281 covering Living Witness and Demon with Gav Brown. Hi, friends! Our pal Gav is back, and uh, one, one thing I wanted to mention real quick is uh, how Gav warned us about Harry Kim, and we didn't listen. We
1: just didn't listen! No.
2: You didn't. I came from the future, and you just didn't listen to me. <gasps> we,
1: we should have... I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what i done. <laughs> hey, by the way, Harry's gonna be the worst. Nah, that doesn't sound right. No, here in early season one, everything seems great. Why would you yeah. say he's the worst? Also, I bet uh, Chakotay becomes a very interesting character. Uh, yeah, that's We're a lot of dumb.
0: Potential depth there, right? Yeah. No, death. I, yeah, de- I win. Definitely death. <laughs> death is his but, gift. But not for us. No, never for us. Well, well it, could, it could be worse, I guess, somehow. Mm. Yeah, season five. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: Don't tell us that. Sure. Oh, we're all
0: doomed. <laughs> I think. Well, we, we got less than a year of Voyager left, so there's that. Well,
1: thank... Well, yeah, but then we got Enterprise. There's no... Nothing good is ever going to happen again.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it changed as good as rest.
1: Is it?
0: Well, we get to make fun of new people. Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> new bland people. My memory is of them being bland, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: Really? Her? land,
0: <laughs>
1: Egg? Egg? I think
0: the hardest part for me was, and we won't spoil this for people who haven't seen the movie yet, but we saw the movie, we liked the movie, and then we had to come back to this. Yep. That that was a tough <laughs> readjust. Like, I guess these are both Star Trek, but they don't feel like the same thing, you know? They really,
1: no. Why can't the movie be a show that I go to the theater to watch every week? Yes,
0: and has this cast. And, and has this cast. These production values.
1: And shut up, Voyager. That would be better.
0: Uh, Gav, you saw the movie too, yes? Yes, I really enjoyed the movie. Excellent.
1: Yes. What Do you think of Balthazar Edison?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was
0: the standout character of 2016.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah.
0: That's fair. Step aside, Holtzman. It's Bathaz- Balthazar Edison's turn. <laughs> All right, we've we've stalled long enough. I think, Matt. Why don't yeah. you tell us about Living Witness?
1: How about I do? Okay. It's so good. That's pretty good. All right, so we open on the tyrannical Captain Janeway wringing her tightly gloved hands together as she plots up with a leather baseball mid alien over the murder over murdering some aliens with nipples on their forehead in exchange for help getting home. Leatherface, the alien, not the famous Texas cannibal, is hesitant over the murder of Nipple Guys, but the devilish Captain Janeway has them executed. And then it turns out that this was all just a simulation being watched by the Leatherfaces and the Nipple Guys 700 years in the future in a boring-ass museum. Professor Nipple Guy is researching the travels of the USS Voyager, but with guns, when he activates the Doctor's backup program. The Doctor is understandably horrified by the horrible myths that these societies have constructed about his old ship, and also that everyone he's ever known has been dead for centuries, and he has no way of ever seeing them again. The Doctor shows everyone what really happened, and it starts a race war, which is inevitable when an entire planetary population has to watch a particularly (laughs) boring episode of Voyager. (laughs) And then it turns out that that was a simulation that's really 1,000 years in the future and the Leatherfaces and the Nipple guys are friends now and they made the doctor medical pope and then he hitched a ride back to Earth on a mining ship that was headed in that direction along with a robot, an evolved <laughs> cat and a bum from Liverpool.
0: Can we watch well, that show? Sure. I, <laughs> I would like to watch that show. Although that show's coming back, and I'm not sure that I want to watch it.
1: I... That, that show's come back a couple of times now, and really... That,
0: that last run was okay, but uh, eh. they're, they're looking pretty old now.
1: <laughs> the, that, that
0: last... Like, the last third of your summary... This all happened, but the last mm-hmm. third of your summary happened off-screen in a quick line of dialogue. Yep. It surely uh, did. And then the Doctor became our medical pope. Like, they didn't show all that stuff. That sounded cool. Yep. So that was...
1: It's just like, hey, we're right, we're out of time now. Um... Just have someone tell people what happened.
0: <laughs> that's that's what they say. Tell, don't show, right?
1: Yeah, you know what they say about showing? It's boring, and no one likes it. Right? Wait, no, that's what people say about this show.
0: Yeah, the the Voyager, not the post stomach horror. I hope.
1: Right? People I hope.
0: Might, might say that. I don't know, but uh, so, Gav, you like you have tried in your appearances since you have seen all of these to to pick the episodes that you think are better than some guess, of the others. Yes. And, uh, uh, your your uh, memory uh, of this one was <clears throat> that it was good. Uh, uh, yes, it is good compared okay, f- to others. Yeah, that's
2: fair. Um, I mean, I don't th- I think I liked it as much as when however many years ago it was, it was I that I watched it.
0: But. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was angling for, as you had mentioned. Yeah, I, I remembered this being all right, and now it's just kind of okay.
1: <laughs> well, no, I still liked it. I
0: just don't love it. No, that's the, fair. The thing um, is,
1: I'm way more interested in the idea of the Doctor being stranded 700 years in the future than I am about this weird alien race and its, like, misunderstanding of what Voyager is about. Yeah. You know, and we keep going back to stuff that, like, isn't real and didn't happen, and I'm just like, well, the Doctor's 700 years in the future, all his friends are dead, like... Yeah, but that's, that's the, interesting to that, me. That's
0: the device they use to explore the other thing. Like,
1: yeah, I don't want that. I want to play with the, the device. To be,
0: okay, fair enough. See, I actually liked, and Gav, this was your good thing, right? This whole the idea of like them seeing Voyager is different than it actually is.
2: Yeah, I, I just like the whole history written by the victors thing, which mm. I suppose would be the nipple guys, uh, <laughs> and how history changes with each generation. We might not, I mean, they might not find any new things, but history always changes as is written in the present um Mm -hmm. plus they find i mean how about 700 years later he eventually is able to open that tricorder and (laughs) it just presents whole new evidence which changes their whole narrative and everything um that and Chakotay and harry are hardly in it
0: yeah i mean we've probably all seen this i mean i certainly have you guys in your so yeah (laughs) <laughs> That's also good. Yes. Uh, I No, I was just thinking that, uh, that, that we've all grown up in different countries, but I've definitely seen it happen here in America where things I was taught in school are now not true. Mm-hmm. Like, this this happens within a lifetime. So over oh, 700 years, there would be some really interesting things. I mean, whether or not you found it interesting is obviously a debate between the two of you, but, uh, mm-hmm.
1: you know. Also, good for that tricorder for working 700 years in the past or in the future. That's, uh, that's a good shelf life. Yeah, they build those things to last. I- As someone yeah. whose phone is dying after a year, you know, I respect the crap out of that. How many computers have you gone through since we started podcasting? No, that's no, probably no, no. not really very important, Al. I don't know why you'd bring that up.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. And then they've got the, the, uh, the tricorder that can help exonerate uh, the doctor's people and he can help open it. Mm-hmm. Is, should he be really doing should he be
1: one involved in that I, I was thinking that isn't this kind of a conflict of interests maybe Add 700 years who even knows if the prime directive exists anymore fuck it well it, no that it, it but also
0: 700 years ago yeah <laughs> but from the perspective of these of these uh, aliens like do you really want the guy who's got a vested interest in there being good news on this thing to be the one who tells us what's on it
1: very good point
0: that might not be good Okay. I also
1: like the idea that it took them seven hundred years to figure out how to open the tricorder. Oh, wow. No, you got to push down on the button and then open it. Look, there's a locking. Lo- <laughs> give me that. Just give me it.
0: Just a planet without hinges. They don't understand.
1: Yeah. How did? I, I don't understand doors. What?
2: Yeah. Well, they invent the hinge before the wheel.
0: <laughs> it's it's like Eternia. They're highly evolved, but they don't have wheels.
1: Yep. <laughs> do they not have? No, they don't do they? No. They don't. Check out every every vehicle on Eternia. They, there are no wheels at all.
0: No, that was I, I don't know where I read that, but I didn't know it at first, and then I read that and I went went back and was like, Oh shit, yeah. Like, I guess the guys who designed it wanted to challenge themselves and they said every vehicle has to not like no technology uses the wheel. I'm like, that's pretty cool.
1: There's a there's a vehicle shaped like a dragon that actually swings its entire body back and forth. Yes. And yet the wheel does not exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> Guys, is there a way to make this simpler? I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> this should have
2: been an episode where Skeletor invented the wheel and ruled the universe.
1: Check this out, fuckers! Excuse Whee! me, mastered the universe. I'm okay. sorry, I just picture him... He, pick, he invents the wheel, but just one, He and he like, rides into battle on a unicycle.
0: <laughs> so he just looks like a Seattle hipster, then.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's fair. I wish I could draw a handlebar mustache! Out of my way! I'm heading to a co-op!
0: Let's let's just talk about He Man for the next hour. How about that? Okay.
1: Excellent. Do you no, see there's going to be
2: see someone's done a new episode, so to speak? I I oh. saw that. That's interesting.
1: Like of like of the old old show. Yeah. So I think they of I, the one um, that
2: got well, I possibly got bits from the old show and made it into a new episode with new voices. I think mm. they've got Alan Oppenheimer back as
1: Skeletor. Oh, nice. Mm. Well, I hope they called Paul Dini one of the writers of He Man.
0: I'm disappointed they didn't call Matt or his replacement, Jason Wallace, to play Skeletor. That's true. (laughs) That's a joke from another show, but a couple people again. Anyway, Voyager.
1: No, yeah, right.
0: I don't know, like, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I don't necessarily think we needed to focus more on the Doctor or on the history stuff. Like, I thought there was some interesting implications of both, but... My bad thing is there were some great concepts in this episode, but there's something just very Voyager about the execution. There's Mm -hmm. some like there's some like outline or something that they write to every time. You know what I mean? That formula that they have where just everything, all the same plot elements and story structure is just like, okay, this is the end of the act. So this happens. And then Mm -hmm. like and, and it takes an interesting idea like this and turns it into something that feels familiar and boring and like I'm really trying to quantify and I can't quite nail it down yet. I'm sure I'll have plenty more examples to come.
1: It's just the voyager of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like TV
2: it's just TV shows but then you've got more TV shows than others like Voyager. Mm.
0: But I mean, DS9 and even to some extent Next Gen realized what they were and tried to break the formula sometimes. They really tried to do different things and this should have been like that. It should have been like, like this is a char- like, one of our familiar characters, after everyone's dead, that should be a whole different kind of, like, interesting episode, you know? It should be, like, yeah, the, last time, the last time you were here, where we did an episode from the perspective of an alien culture that was talking about Voyager, you know?
2: Yeah. Like, it's like every time I'm here, there's an episode which doesn't really involve the Voyager
0: crew. Huh.
1: On that, as someone who's watched all the episodes already. That's like
0: how my, my favorite original series episode is the one where Kirk's barely in it. It's, mm-hmm. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> No, I like at first it did feel a bit like that dinosaur episode, actually, because like we're we're not dealing directly with Voyager, we're dealing with a- an alien culture's perspective of Voyager. Well, they said yes. the word fossil about eighty thousand times, also.
1: They did say the word fossil a lot. Where but, did you dig up that old fossil? <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: about to say someone is a great man, but there aren't a lot of great men on Voyager.
1: No, I can't name any. Two folk. I mean he's a good man. Yeah, I don't know about great. He's pretty good. I wouldn't give him any awards. He shows up and does his job, it's nothing too fantastical.
0: So Voyager fatigue, huh?
1: <laughs> oh no, all, all the great men on this show are women. Uh that's fair.
0: No, I like I say, I like the concept of the episode though. I liked like both yeah. ideas. I like the idea that the, like this is the backup doctor they said. This isn't like we're waiting for him to get home somehow or something. Like this is it. He's mm-hmm. like this version of the doctor is stuck in the far future forever, and he does eventually go back to the Alpha Quadrant, and I don't know what happens after that. But, like, like I like that. I like that we didn't undo what happened. This yeah. copy of the Doctor just has to live out his life now.
1: I was reading on Memory Alpha, um, uh, Robert Picardo was a little worried about there being a backup Doctor. He's like, well, doesn't that mean that, like, you know, there's an, like, there's an extra, if anything happens to him, and they go, Robert, we just established that they lose him. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, true. Just but... now. <laughs> we just...
0: But that's not how copying software works. You don't like if I lose a copy. It's not like there could be no other copies. You know, like you can make another one. No, that's not how this works. Well, obviously.
1: No. <sighs> Haven't yeah. we dealt with this before, where the, where they were gonna do something to the doctor and it would have deleted him or whatever, and it's like, oh, we didn't. We can't make a backup copy for some reason. I
0: thought so. I thought that was the conflict of a couple of different episodes.
1: We can't just click copy doctor. Yeah. Paste Doctor. (laughs) Was it because
0: of the space or something? Maybe? Probably.
1: He is a very big file.
0: Well, he's much bigger than he used to be because he's learned all about
1: uh, opera and Tom Paris. And his smugness file is very large. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, man, we can delete a lot of that.
0: Especially when he had that adventure with Andy Dick and and rescued the ship. His smugness, like... Oh, off the
1: charts. (laughs) Yeah. Look at all this smugness. No wonder I can't play video games.
0: <laughs> he is now convinced that he is the single savior of Voyager. When they make it home, he's just going to be like, yep, this was all me. Nobody else did this but me.
1: Yep. His <laughs> memoirs are going to be very embarrassing for <laughs> everyone.
0: Of course. Especially uh, Neelix. Wow.
2: Well, good. Oh, Neelix. Hey, Neelix. I, I did like someone called him, I think Paris called him Hedgehog. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Hedgehog. <laughs>
0: I like when, when we focus on, like, hey, someone abused someone
1: I hate. That's a good thing. Yeah. And Then he ran really fast and got some gold rings.
0: <coughs> I was just thinking he's Ron Jeremy.
1: That'd be fine, too.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: Matt, what was your good thing? I like the design of the evil crew. Like, I like the uniforms. I like the evil doctor. I love Chakotay's giant, stupid face tattoo. I wish he had that every week. <laughs>
2: Yes, I it's did kind of like, like it. Fun. They didn't really Yeah, so they just made it bigger. <laughs> was...
1: just, he just turns around and he's like fucking two face.
2: <laughs> <gasps> that would have been awesome. Well not in the movies, but you know no. in this if he'd some if he had a like a double personality. Or any Yep. Or a personality. <laughs> yeah, that would be good.
1: What's the like what's the evil version of nothing? Like he's nothing no-face. but you kick a dog occasionally? Yeah, I I guess. Isn't nothing the evil version of nothing? I, I guess so, or is that yeah,
0: too nothing from nothing that, leaves nothing is that too nihilistic nothing
1: from no nothing, nothing. You
0: know, for this show, it's about right, uh-huh. at least it's not neelix stick. Uh. Neelix stick, New from the yeah.
1: town. Uh, uh. I'm sorry, did you just say Neelix lipstick?
0: No, but <laughs> I now did I know, know. no, no, I can put a good spin on that. that is cosmetics that are painfully tested on Neelix. Uh. <laughs> we like those.
1: Put it in his eyes some more. That should be fun. Painfully tested,
0: tested on Neelix's, but not hedgehogs. Right. No, we don't want to hurt the poor hedgehogs. Just Neelix's. No. N-
1: hedgehogs are great.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I assume so.
1: They're pretty great. I've met a couple of hedgehogs in my time. They seem to, no, they seem pretty laid back.
0: I mean, according to Nanny Og, they can't be buggered. That's all I know. <laughs> That's
1: true. They can't. Um,
0: But yeah, the, the whole evil, like, evil Voyager. Like, this was basically... I feel like they didn't do the Mirror Universe because... DS9 already was, mm. and that would have been too, you know, too similar to what they were doing. And I, feel I mean, like
1: they could have borrowed a couple of the later mirror episode ep- episodes from. Uh, yeah,
0: that would have been fine.
1: Deep Space Nine. That would have been great.
0: But I, I don't know. I feel like they got they managed to get their mirror episode in without actually doing the mirror universe. Like mm. I, I thought that was a nice workaround. Like here, we still get everyone gets to camp it up.
2: Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, and then you've got Kate delightfully enunciating everything. Oh, God, yeah, she was yep. so great. And her
0: and her leather gloves.
1: Oh. Like, I like I, her new haircut, too. Yeah. Whatever was going on there. Yeah, she, I, rem- I can,
0: she reminded me of Trump. Oh, God, don't
1: say yeah, that. Yeah, a little bit, actually, now that you mention it.
0: No, because she seemed competently evil.
1: Also regular-sized hands. <laughs> yes. <Yeah.
0: laughs> and, and you feel like she has a plan. She, you feel like she, if, if she's going to make the Kazon pay for a wall, she will definitely do that. Speaking of the Kazon,
1: you know, I'd actually be okay with building a wall to keep the Kazon out.
0: Well, there was one in this episode.
1: Oh, there sure was. On I quite like
0: I quite like that. Do you? That that it was there was
2: a Kazon randomly on the bridge just because they didn't know any better. Not, well, not, that not, they not they the Kazon, the, the people yeah. who did the program. Okay.
0: No, I, it was a nice touch. Like I love all the little background touches of they got all their facts wrong. They just had mm-hmm. like a big pile of. Things we might know about Voyager. Oh, uh, they ran into the Kazon. Uh then a Kazon was on the crew, right?
1: Yeah, uh, that makes sense. No. <laughs> well, their their whole thing is that Voyager was kidnapping other alien races. Well, really, and cri- if
0: you if you see if you met them and you saw Neelix working there and you saw Seven working there, you I could see how you might think that. Yes. And Seven was full on Borg and she had mm-hmm. a whole team of Borg to like help assimilate. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, Borg Squad. Yeah.
0: In color, well, in green,
1: yeah, mostly green, neon green,
0: yeah, yeah. Joe Schumacher directed that bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, there wasn't. There was not nearly enough fallacies for Joe Schumacher to have directed. <laughs>
2: Aww. I'm sure. Harry Bring in the fallacies.
0: <laughs> Bring in that's the just, dancing fallacies. <laughs> well, that's just Joel. He doesn't know anything about Batman. <laughs> No, I, like, you're right, though, I do like the like the evil, just them camping it up, and, uh, like, Harry crouching and grinning, and, like, yep. I mean, that was terrible, but it was funny.
1: <sighs> the evil, torturous Harry Kim. <laughs>
0: it oh was no. almost like Igor.
1: Oh, no, Harry's slapping me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Yeah, watch cat. out, or you'll get it again. Oh, no. Oh, I,
0: I, I, this is much worse than when you had, like, Chakotay, the big dude, slapping me.
1: Please, Harry, don't throw me in the briar patch. (laughs) Uh,
0: um, My good thing was, okay, so the usual move, like the one predictable thing they didn't do was the main history guy, the historian guy who was working with the doctor typically would like uh, cover up all the stuff he learned about the real Voyager in order to protect his stupid, ignorant culture. Like we've Mm -hmm. seen that happen 50 times. Oh, sure. And I was impressed that he ended up changing his mind in the face of evidence. Like, Mm -hmm. that's one time they didn't do the predictable thing.
1: Not like that. And it's just like, well, I mean, you were there. I guess you'd know.
0: And you had, like, I don't remember specifics now, but I know he presented some actual physical evidence to back up what he said.
1: Yeah, he's got a medical tricorder.
0: There was more than that, though. There were were other things. Mm. And And then, of course, he, he sees
2: that he was a hologram and not an android, so he already knows he got that wrong. So Right or other things probably.
0: Yeah. No, I I like that. I like that cuz that's what, you know, that's what our guys are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, we learned a new thing, so we changed our minds. Science.
1: Yep. Yay. So,
0: I liked that. And like I said, I just I like the concept of of it it kind of feeds into that thing we've said we liked about Voyager's reputation. This kind of mm-hmm. took that to a, to an extreme like yeah, well these guys think way worse things than yeah, the other the guys e- did. Yeah,
1: t- the terrifying ship voyager that fucked up the Kazon and the Vidians and the Borg.
0: And yeah, I heard just... they I heard they messed up some Borg and some guys that the Borg were scared of.
1: Yeah, like whoa, we That's better watch scary. out for these guys. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't you don't have to. They have Harry Kim on their ship.
0: <laughs> the special
1: one? <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> they should put him on the front of the ship like the uh what do you call it, the figurehead. Yep. Just the, like the, he's got what? to stand out on mm-hmm. the bow of the ship always. No, I'm yeah. sorry.
1: I'm just picturing a giant gold Harry Kim head that's just stapled to the the Voyager's uh saucer. Yeah, but it's actually him. Yeah. I was about to say the roof of Voyager.
0: Uh, downstairs, the roof. Yeah. yeah, you know. It's him dead and frozen in space. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, basically, I just want him to die as well. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah,
1: please die again, Harry. I have,
0: I, again, I say you were right. <laughs> you should just call this the Harry Must Die podcast. Uh, I'd be
1: fine with that. No, we got to say Harry Kim
0: because we don't want Harry Mudd to die. We like Harry Mudd No, he was great. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm them. starting to get the
1: feeling we're never going to get Garrett Wang on this show. Ah, uh, that's okay. <laughs> he knows what he did. <laughs> uh, well, yep. Send in more beautiful women. Uh, these these aren't women aren't pretty enough.
0: enough.
2: Uh. Gav, what was your bad thing? My bad thing was he kept saying about the historic records. Just, what historic records? How did they know? I mean, they got so many things wrong, but how did they know so specifically what the crew were and how and what they looked like? I mm. just kind of want to know what the evidence was, what the I records mean, were.
1: From from you know, like from Chakotay's tattoo, they didn't know what they looked like.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, maybe they maybe they took hollow pictures or whatever when they went up to meet them, but then, yeah, they wouldn't have gotten Chakotay wrong. Then, then They wouldn't have
1: gotten the uniforms wrong either. Like, That's true. If there's pictures, like, I, I mean, the obvious reason is that it's like, well, we have these people, they might as well play their evil versions. But, right. like, honestly, you're absolutely right. They would have no idea what these people look like. No,
0: and the doctors should be looking at people who are vaguely approximating the people he knew, but don't look anything like them.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, because he had a big... Uh, tattoo on his face, it sort of makes it sound like someone said that, you know, they just based it on someone telling somebody something, and then Mm they extrapolate from that, but then they know exactly what they look like. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like a game of a very specifically accurate in places game of telephone. Uh Yes. They should have had a purple monkey dishwasher on the bridge.
1: Oh, Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, that would have been much better. Otherwise, the purple monkeys are going to get just filthy.
0: (laughs) Or their dishes are, anyway.
1: Well, that, yes. Yeah. My purple monkey dishes... (laughs)
0: <laughs> or would or are they monkeys who have purple dishes? Like these are the questions I can't answer.
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, Matt, what was your bad thing? Um, so I this is kinda weird territory for this show, but um I started picking this vibe up. Does anyone else get the feeling this got kinda Holocaust deny? Mm -hmm. Um, I got a real vibe from that. We got the museum that already felt like it was a Holocaust museum. And then we start treating the oppressed aliens as jerks that are acting really unreasonable about wanting rights and the, uh, their oppressors being all like reasonable and right thinking and just like, well, I can't say anything about that. But maybe someday I could be wrong, but it, the whole last chunk of the episode just screamed that to me.
0: I could see that like I feel like they they were just going for sort of a broad, you know, feeling. I don't know that they were necessarily going specifically for Holocaust, but they like no. start like I said, Star Trek has done a lot of this ignorant culture is trying to forget the bad things that they did in mm. the past and correct, you know, correct the way people see them and there's that's that's definitely one thing that the Nazis did.
1: Yeah. I just I got a huge vibe off the, just the the museum about like all of the atrocities that Voyager committed, mm. and then it takes that weird turn where it's like we've got the nipple face guys are like they're still being oppressed, but like weirdly not like instead they get like they're being like really uppity about how they don't have any rights yet, mm-hmm. and the uh, the leather face guys are just like oh well you know. No, I I get That's what you're the, saying. Yeah. It's weird. It was very weird. Dev, what do you think?
2: But then they're all frenzy in at the end.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you after know, the race not, war, It's not yeah. like...
2: <clears throat> the only, I think the only people that think the oppressed ones as jerks were the people that were oppressing them. That is true. And then, at the end, it shows them all as living together in harmony.
0: Yeah, but at I'm the end, they skipped ahead another however many hundred years. Yeah, yeah like, as soon uh, as... The-
1: as soon as the race wars happen, we jump ahead two hundred years.
2: No one wants to see any wars.
0: No. Oh no. It, I mean, basically, they just had the same history that Earth is apparently going to have, which is everything gets horrible and then everything gets better. Yeah. Does everything get better? I I mean, that's what Star Trek tells us. I mean, at this point, it pretty much has to, right? One like... one hopes. Yeah, but then you get hurry. Well, that's true. Ugh. Is that what is that the future we're moving toward? Because I don't know, man. <laughs> is, is it
1: special, yeah. special boy is coming.
0: <laughs> this is indeed a dark universe. Ugh. yeah.
1: Special boy is coming, and all hell's coming with him. The, well, well, I'll be long
0: dead by then. If this future actually comes to pass, we'll all be gone by the time. Well, no, thank
1: God for that.
0: Yeah. Wait. <laughs> uh, that's there, all I really have. How about you guys? Well,
2: I got their clothes. Um, the nipple guy clothes just kept <laughs> looking like doc. They looked like they were doctors. Maybe uh, they were. But then I did like the very end. Seven hundred years later, or whatever it was, a thousand years later, they had similar clothes, but they weren't completely. You know, they looked like they kind of evolved, so they were a bit different. <laughs> yes, the gay guy
0: sees the clothes. Wait, you're gay? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, the guy you were watching with is. Come on. Oh right, oh that's fine. <laughs> Your boyfriend. Um, he's what? And so on. Yeah.
1: What's happening? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: uh, um, and that's no, about I, it, really. The thing is, the 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 costume like. I try to notice things like that, but because everything is so samey, especially like these were, this is an example of one of those aliens they kind of phoned in. Like, they've been doing some good aliens from time to time, but these were not among them. Yeah, it probably helps that the last Voyager episode I watched was April. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And it it had those dinosaur guys who they they put some effort into. Yes,
1: (laughs) those good dinosaurs. Yeah, they were.
0: Did someone Uh, say, what are you doing here in it? I think so. That line is ruined for me forever in everything.
1: Yes. What are you doing here?
0: It's just such a normal straight line, but if I hear it in something, I, that's what I think. Yep. Every time.
1: Uh, um, there's, a, there's a moment uh, just before the doctor shows up when the scientist guy is like, We got a hologram. I wonder what could be on it. And I'm like, I hope it's Vic Fontaine. <laughs> I, I I mean... Hey, pally, let me tell you what Voyager was really like.
0: I was there, apparently. I mean, he's maybe the most popular hologram in all of the Federation. So presumably, everyone has one of them.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? I don't know. D-
2: didn't, uh, I have... Oh, did they buy that, or did uh, somebody create Vic Fontaine? I, I
0: thought... mean, the initial program was made by uh, Bashir's uh, friend, friend of, Felix. Yeah,
1: yeah, Felix. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: Who, depending on if what you want to believe about the economics of the future, is either a successful hologram publisher or a guy who makes holograms at his spare time.
1: Or a cat with a yellow bag.
0: Uh, y- yes? I choose to believe that he's a guy that makes uh, holograms in his pants. <laughs> now, do you mean pants in the British sense or in the American sense? Ah.
1: <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Matt, you got a quote for us. I do. It's Catbun. Ah. Ah. <laughs> No, here it's, uh, this line, which I quite enjoyed.
2: This simulation and this museum are a testament to that struggle. I hope you found your experience here worthwhile. If you'd like to learn more about Voyager and its role
0: in the history of our planet, I suggest you explore the rest of this exhibit. That did feel a bit public service announcement-ish.
1: If you'd like to learn more about Voyager, consult your local (laughs) library. They have many interesting DVDs for you.
0: (laughs) No, DVDs weren't a thing yet. (laughs) CD-ROMs, probably.
1: You can get this episode and one other episode of Voyager on this VHS tape for $30 each.
0: In no particular order.
1: In no particular order.
0: Uh, It's like this one and then like Year of Hell Part 2. Yep. Alright, anything else? Uh, Uh, no. no. Alright, pushing forward then. Gav, why don't you tell us about Demon?
2: I can think of six reasons, but I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> Voyager is running out of fuel and goes into grey mode. Chakotay was way ahead of them. The crew is evacuated from the crew quarters to save space? Not sure how that works. Tuvok inadvertently gives Neelix the idea of sleeping in sickbay, Engage comedy subplot. Just as Chakotay comes into astromedics to tell Seven to turn it off as she won't find anything, she finds something. A demon-class planet that has deuterium, but Chakotay says that it's too difficult. Suck it up. They get to the planet and transport the deuterium, and everything is fine. Nah, just kidding, the transporters are offline. Kim inexplicably speaks up and suggests taking a modified shuttle, but there's a chance he could be killed. Oh well. Paris also goes with him. Paris remarks on Kim's change of attitude with him. Uh, not being afraid to voice his opinions and I go hooray, what we really want is more attitude from him they land on the planet, find a pool of metallic liquid, like a glam armus and Kim falls in good thing he's got his new attitude Their suits have breeches in them and they collapse on the surface on the bridge they can't find Paris and Kim Janeway isn't going to risk another shuttlecraft, so lands the whole bloody ship instead, with every shuttlecraft on it <laughs> Chicote and Seven go off to find Paris and Kim following their footprints. They find Paris on the planet without an environment suit. Dun dun dun. They find Kim and Paris explains that they can breathe the air now and shut up, that's why. They also want to stay and collect more deuterium, but then they're taken back to Voyager. Neonix has to leave sickbay as... It's a sickbay! When Paris and Kim get back, they suffocate on the air and can only breathe the planet's atmosphere. Kim, Seven, and Chakotay go back to the service to look for more information. The silver fluid forms on Voyager and begins to sink it. Oh God, writing this is almost as bad as watching it. (laughs) The silver liquid makes duplicates of Kim and Paris because... Yeah, me neither. They try to get rid of the liquid under the ship with some sci-fi thing, and Kim begs her to stop. Long story short, too late. They duplicate the rest of
0: Voyager crew and then leave. (laughs)
1: Yep. Right. Long or, story or short change. is
0: what I wish this episode would have done.
1: Uh huh. Ugh. Yeah, this was dumb. Hey, let me get this out of the way real quick, okay? Uh huh. This just really fucking pissed me off. Yeah. Um, since TNG, their shitty evil plant, their shitty t- thrown together crap planet has been called Planet Hell, and Behind so when the they scenes. actually, when they actually get to the point where they're going to a shitty fucking kills-all-people planet, and they're like, we need to give it a real badass name, you know, a real scary name to tell people what it is. Let's call it a fucking demon planet. I, yeah. I spent the entire episode, like, it's like, what the fuck, why didn't you call it planet hell? You have that forever.
0: That's nice. I What I don't like about this concept is that Starfleet officially we have class M planets, and this is officially called a demon class planet in, like, the Starfleet records. Like, Yeah, it's
1: a class Y planet, as in, why would you go to this planet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, class M is M for Majel. Yeah. Like, Gene just named it after his then-girlfriend or possibly wife, but, like, still, a demon class planet? Come on. Yep. That's stupid.
1: I'm like, look, if you're going to go to a demon class planet, I want to see the fucking rollicker down there rollicking it up. <laughs>
0: Oh, there's a callback. Yeah.
2: Maybe Good they're on. not allowed to call it hell because in the nineties you just have to say heck instead. It's true. Mm,
0: maybe, but I don't
2: think so. UPN could do stupid things.
1: No, that's that famous movie, Heck Razor.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so I would like to just cut them call it Planet Heck.
1: Yep.
0: Planet oh gosh.
1: Oh jeez. <laughs> Careful guys, that planet's a bit of a rough <laughs> and
0: rough and tumble. Yep. Yeah, this was stupid. This was very stupid. And I here. like
1: I like the idea of, like, they're out of materials and they have to go to this super den- dangerous planet to try and mine them. Oh, yeah, we some- spend
0: so much time on habitable planet. it's nice to acknowledge that not every single planet in the entire galaxy is one you can land and
1: breathe on. No, exactly. It's only most planets in the galaxy. Uh-huh. No, um, I, like, that's cool, but then they fuck it up by, like, this stupid duplicate plot that's like, fuck off, this is dumb, and you're dumb for doing it.
0: <laughs> and the whole thread of Harry, like, learning how to be a, an individual and a man and standing up for himself, like, that was stupid.
2: Oh, was, I'm gonna, oh I, I would have paid real money if they'd shut up this
1: entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to march right into the captain's quarters and demand that she make my bedtime be 9.30 instead of 9 o'clock.
0: And basically the whole arc of the episode is he demands to go on this away mission and then everything gets all fucked up. Yep. So he was wrong to do it.
1: You ruined it, Harry again
0: but really Gav, this is this is your bad thing i don't want to step on any specific points you may have here yeah i may i may have brought this up already uh yep they somehow find a
2: way to make harry more annoying make him angry at everyone else oh my opinion matters and i'm going to shout and be a dick about it until people believe me shut up harry in fact shut up everyone in this stupid episode especially about that damn bicycle
1: Oh, thank you for reminding me about the fucking bicycle. Mm. The thing is, it was a dumb throwaway
0: one-liner. It could have just been a forgettable bad yeah. joke that didn't land. The, but then they the, kept they bring bringing it up, it up six
2: times yeah. again.
1: Yeah. What what really fucking burned my ass about that is that Paris makes the joke, and then we cut to Harry, and Harry just goes.
0: Mm. Yeah, like he's mad that Paris made a joke.
1: Oh, Paris, you fucking made me look like an idiot in front of the captain by suggesting I might have to pedal a bicycle. I'm going to take you to a planet that might kill you.
0: So that yeah, that that is actually what happens. You're not exaggerating that as a joke. That is really yeah. what what he's like, "I I recommend Paris come with me cuz she's a meanie.
1: Well, you'll you'll pay for mocking me in front of my
0: mommy." And and you'll all pay. For context, the joke was just we're out of power. Maybe we could hook up a bicycle, to, so someone can pedal and make and generate us some power. How about Harry? That's it. Mm-hmm. It's not like offensive. It's just dumb. So
1: should it have been if offensive.
0: Just, well, yes, that would have been if, better
1: if they just treated it like a throwaway gag. It would have been fine. But like, they, well, that's it's the like thing. Wisecracking Tom, Tom Paris
0: made a dumb joke. Yeah, like, this it's not a big deal. But they kept the thing is all the all the banter in this episode, and actually, Matt, that's your bad thing.
1: Mm-hmm. The banter. This is. Fucking terrible. And there's tons of it. Yeah. Like, there's a big chunk of the episode that's just Harry and uh, Paris on the planet just like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't think anyone says, yeah. No, they do. They say it constantly. Oh, all right. It's like, shut up. Both of you shut up. I like like Paris now. One of the writers really liked
0: that pairing and missed them being together and put them together but forgot what they liked about
1: it? Yeah, no, someone on this dev thinks they're an incredibly clever writer and they are wrong.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's in theory, it's good when you show people being friends and then you split them apart and evolve them separately. You bring them back together and see what's different about them, but that's not what happened here.
1: No, it's just two idiots acting like idiots on a stupid planet that I don't give a shit about. But Everyone shut up and go home.
0: It could have been early, like early season one Harry who's like, I'm not your best friend, what are you talking about? Only now Paris is more mature, he's got a mm-hmm. girlfriend, he's settled down a bit, and it could be a whole different dynamic and that could be an interesting way to explore that, but they didn't do that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. It's fucking dumb and I hate it.
0: Um, My bad thing was, yes. okay, so... This goo stuff, like, uh, duplicates the DNA of mm-hmm. whoever touches it. Like, there's a pool of, like, mercury-type stuff. Yes. And Harry slips on some butterscotch pudding and falls mm-hmm. in it. And um, and then it makes a copy of him from his DNA, which yep. is, is dumb, but all right, whatever. Like, I, I'll just buy into that because it's a sci-fi show and fine. But it also duplicates his memories, and memories are not, as far as I know, encoded in your DNA. That's a whole separate thing. Mm. Otherwise, your children would remember everything you like, and the person who helped make the child with you, like you don't remember everything your parents knew because that's not how memory works. It's not passed through DNA. No. It, it's but they think like they believe that they are Harry and Tom for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, whatever. Like in it, it's there's
0: a core of a good idea in there, which is. These aliens have always copied living things, but they've never had sentience before, and now they're exploring what sentience means for the first Mm. time, and that could have been cool. It wasn't, but it could have been. Like, the idea of something exploring the idea of being self-aware for the first time is a good idea.
1: But, like, they don't do that. They don't, like, we don't get get that until the end of the fucking episode.
0: No, they say it briefly, and then they blow right past it and do something else, which is too bad.
2: You should have just had the episode without the silver stuff on a dangerous planet, by themselves, no contact with anyone, and trying to get this deuterium and get it back again.
1: Yeah, well, it, could it, could be... like, uh, it could have been a bit like uh, 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 Odo and uh, Quark get shipwrecked or whatever. Yeah.
0: Well, those episodes are more interesting when they're adversarial, though, if it was Neelix and Tuvok or something.
1: Mm, that would have been fine. But, I mean, but, like, but you I... Could have,
2: you could have had Harry and Harris uh, be adversarial after he gets upset about him the joke. About the bicycle
0: joke? <laughs> yes. Yep. About the infamous bicycle joke incident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one with I, I the love... bicycle joke. He just it, it makes me think of George Costanza. Like he insulted me. I'm gonna chase him down now. I'm gonna follow him to the ends of the earth.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, Tom? Well the jerk store called. What's it to which Tom would reply, What's a jerk store? Yep. Yep Go to a jerk store. Jerkstar is the line!
0: Let's oh. watch that show. Paris is a funny guy! <laughs> Sometimes he is. In this episode, he was not. What am I going to do? Yes, the, the seven
2: uh, boots thing, and Shakuti saying, oh, I, was, I can see the boots. Um, it's not like uh, you would have seen these. You know, the boot prints. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Just, I'm
0: an Indian. I'm a
2: tracker. Yeah. <sighs> oh not uh, like Seven wouldn't have noticed that if she was written right. Now the Borg have feet; they know what <laughs>
1: feet are. They've evolved beyond the need for feet. I don't think that that's true. That's why we hover everywhere. You know, the hovering Borg.
0: Yeah, as they are known, hovering Borg.
1: <laughs> Actually, we're lowered from the ceiling and put into torsos. That's the Borg way.
0: No, that's just the Queen gets that. The rest of them have to like use their feet like suckers.
1: Well, we all want to be lowered from now on. <clears throat> Having a Borg strike. Well,
0: they are, like, the most effective union, because they are one. Mm-hmm. So there's that, I guess. The, the Borg Local Seven of Nine. <laughs> uh, Gav, did you manage to find a good thing?
2: Good thing. Good thing. Um, let's see now. I, I liked, well, lots of things. But just not in this episode. Uh, <laughs> Ast- Astrometrics, Astrometrics—that was pretty cool. Yeah, let's go with that. I haven't I mean, seen—I haven't
0: seen that yet. Yeah, sure. Seven, Seven built that like twelve episodes ago, but you weren't here for those, so no, yeah, yep. we'll, we'll allow it. First time I've seen it, it's cool. No, you're not wrong. I think when Flonk was on for the first time, he said the design of Voyager was good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was his good thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a real good-looking ship. You guys did a real good job with it.
0: Yeah, Thumbs I wasn't up.
1: here for the pilot, so I still get to say that. That's fine. Yeah.
0: Have I used the theme yet? The Oh, oh yeah, it's a good theme. That's true. I don't think anyone's used that. Okay, good. All right. All right. I'll, I'll use go. that instead. Uh, you can... know you're coming back three more times, so you might want to save it. <laughs> that,
2: yeah, can I just can spread use... these out a little All bit, right. Right. Yeah, I'll use that one next
1: time.
0: Okay. <laughs> Because if if you're correct and season five is worse than uh,
1: oh how could it be God damn it no because
0: four was good for a bit and then it wasn't again
1: no don't take me the back first to first half the, of four the was dregs good. of season three please God no
0: <laughs> it has been a real roller coaster ride I'm
1: only one man well we there's both you just we got
2: got a, a silver pool to duplicate yourself
1: oh. uh, here you watch Voyager. Oh <laughs> Why did you create me to feel pain? That reminds me. We got a call back to the uh one of the TNG episodes Gav was on with the return of the Beverhand. Hand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: was Gav on for that one? I don't remember. Yeah, no,
1: I specifically remember.
0: Oh, alright. Yeah, because they uh, have a little bit of it in a petri dish—the the silver stuff—and it it recreates. Is it Balanis hand or the James
1: Balanis th- thumb? Actually, ah, well. yeah,
0: the the B'lana's thumb.
1: But right, it, it it looks exactly like the old Bever hand.
0: Maybe it was the old Bever hand, and they just like changed the skin tone a little bit.
1: Yeah, maybe they chopped off the thumb. It's the Bever thumb. Yeah,
0: I mean, the, the, yeah, those those dummies will never know.
1: Yeah, they were oh, my just, my best, th- okay.
0: they
2: hadn't thought of the episode at all. They were just looking around at the uh, all, all the props and found the better uh, hand. Hey,
0: we hey could we could use we this. Can use. Does this hand still work?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, what was your good thing? Um, I like the Doctor needling Neelix because, yay, Doctor, fuck Neelix. Okay, to be clear, you mean verbally
0: needling, not in his capacity as Doctor, literally sticking a needle in him.
1: No, that's fine too. Okay. Hold still for a minute, Doc. Hold still for a minute, Mr. Neelix. I'm going to poke you with this needle. Oh, boy. I don't know what this... Oh, no.
0: It's that really long needle that they use for, like, amniotic fluid with a pregnant woman, and why yep. would you use it on a man at all except to cause him tremendous pain? That's why.
1: I'm sorry, Mr. Neelix, but I have to inject this directly into your eyeball.
2: <laughs> I have to inject your eyeball directly into this needle.
1: <laughs> will it hurt? Oh, will it hurt? Oh, no. I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not I... programmed to feel pain. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that whole subplot, as Gav pointed out in his summary, was a bit tired. Stupid. It's yeah. stupid. Very. I'm gonna
2: sleep in here. Uh-huh. Uh, and why but would I you j- a It's a sick bay. Yeah, oh, I if there's sick people, will we'll just move. No, because you'll not be here.
1: Yeah, yeah fucking, like, no, get, get out. And it was you one play. of those
0: situations where they tried to present both sides, like, oh, the doctor's being too fussy, and he's not beyond, like, being encroached upon when people are being inconvenienced. Yeah, but, yeah, he is. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. he needs a clean sterile quiet space yep like more than anybody else he needs that
1: i do love him just going straight into jerk mode though just like blasting his music at yeah three okay i sing opera at three in the morning just so you're aware all right everybody out go on yep it's the middle of the night not for me <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, that was just stupid
1: so yeah. long fuckers
0: and the thing is, we hate Neelix, but Neelix has in the past been a good comedic foil for guys like the Doctor or Tuvok who are annoyed by him, but they didn't do it well here. Like, sometimes nope. they do that well, where it's like, yeah, we all hate Neelix, but at least this character we like is now rolling their eyes at Neelix. Mm-hmm. But it was it was not funny here. It was just No, tedious. it was
1: not at all funny.
2: And the whole thing yeah. with Neelix blankets that he wanted to take with him, what was Ugh. the problem with that? It's hardly uh, yeah. taking up that much space.
0: Yeah, Chakotay I, was like, you you can't have any of this stuff that is small enough that you're carrying it in your hands. That's no, all
1: too much stuff. No, no, it was Tuvok, which is what makes oh, right, the most sense right. to me, because Tuvok would absolutely just be all like, oh, Mr. Neelix, you want your comfort items. I'll take those and was, throw them away.
0: I thought it was Chakotay, because I thought it was Chakotay he gave the idea to, to, to sleep in sickbay.
1: No, no, no. No, it was Tuvok. No, bad. um... Yeah, okay. it's Tuvok. No, uh, the doctor calls Chakotay down to, to oh, sort right, it out. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And Chakotay's like, no, they can sleep in here. I don't know why.
0: Because <laughs> we don't have enough with Harry and Tom on the planet, so we need another plot. That's why.
1: Guys, I'm thinking of embiggening my tattoo. What do you think about that?
0: <laughs> I had this really cool idea. I'm thinking really of going to extra gray mode. Can we can
1: we stop at the, uh,
0: the the county fair planet so I can get my face painted? <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, be a brilliant. tiger! Yes, for the rest of the series, he was He's, dressed, he's got it painted like a tiger.
1: Yep. <laughs> I'm a scary tiger. Grr!
2: <laughs> Why couldn't they and, have done that in the last episode? They got it wrong with a tattoo, and then had him <laughs> painted like a tiger.
0: <gasps> and then, but then, like in like season six or something, you have like the planet of the band Kiss thinking he's one of them and trying to bring him back.
1: <laughs> no, no, he's one of ours. He belongs to us. Okay. I want to I see at the last episode. Shakojin just looks in a mirror and just like How long has this been on my face? <laughs> Ew. Wipe, 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 wipe. Yeah. Nobody told me for seven years. <laughs> ah, gross. I should not have eaten that pudding. Elix Oh. Why I you Yes, he oughta. Yes. Please, oughta.
0: Uh, my good thing. Yes. Um, oh, you had a good Vor- thing. V- Vorik came back briefly that the, the uh, Vulcan uh B'Elanna's Vulcan assistant.
1: Yeah, he was fine.
0: I like Vorik, I guess. Like he's one of the the supporting characters I I don't dislike.
1: Nice. No, fine. Yeah. Good old Vorik. That's yeah.
0: it. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> it reminded me of episodes I liked more than this one. Sure. The thing is this wasn't like Terrible. It was below average for Voyager, which is terrible. But it like there are there are way worse episodes.
1: There are. This one was just stupid and boring, really. And like everything about it was just annoying. Yeah. I don't want a second Harry wandering around. And also, like, there's no reason why why the real Harry and Tom aren't dead. Their fucking suits had holes in them. They should have died like seconds. But, like...
0: Yeah, because the whole first part of the episode was emphasizing how dangerous this planet was.
1: Yeah, it's super dangerous and deadly, and they lie on it for, like, six hours in their fucking suits, and, like, they should be dead. Yeah. And they just they just hand-wave it away, just like, oh, no, their suits protected them. What? Fuck you! Yeah.
0: No, I heard Majel say, there's a hole in your suit, you're gonna die.
1: Yeah, if there's a hole in your suit, that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing after, like, a second. Yep. Like, evil toxicness is getting in and fucking killing you. You should be dead. I I legitimately thought this episode was going to end with, like, these duplicates of Harry and Tom taking over for them. Sort of like when uh, uh, Chief O'Brien died and was replaced by his duplicate from, like, five seconds in the future. Or when this ship
0: all died and Harry was the only one who lived and everyone else was replaced with a duplicate.
1: Oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Of yeah, weird.
2: they should do that every year with Harry, just replace him with somebody else.
1: Yeah, that sounds fine.
0: Yeah, but not another Harry,
2: just no. somebody
0: else. Mm-hmm. This year, Harry is being played by
1: Harry Belafonte.
0: Okay, this year,
1: Harry is being played by the Bever Hand. <laughs> <laughs> also good.
0: I Look, I could think of so many good examples of people who would be better than... Uh, I'm
1: going to paint a little uniform on him and a little face. Hello!
0: <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry.
0: How can
2: I help you, Captain Genway?
0: That would be amazing.
2: I have to go back to my planet now.
0: (laughs) 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 Or yeah, you could replace him with Poochie. That would be okay. Well, I'm Poochie, the rocket
1: ensign.
0: He'd have less attitude.
1: That's That's true.
0: true. (laughs) Well, the thing about the attitude thing is they they deliberately like in um uh. God I want to I want to call it that show that Brian always talks about but it was The Killing Game. Yes. Um when when Harry started getting a little sassy to those aliens who had taken over the ship and they they were like, "Ooh, yeah, now we found a good direction for this character. We're going to make him sassy forever now." Like, "Oh good."
1: Is is the idea that Harry is finally going through puberty? He's turning into a rebellious teen? Is that what's happening? I Ooh, guess. That makes sense. I swear to God, it's like they wrote him as, like, the little kid character, and then they just cast a grown-ass adult. He's, like, 25. I know he's, like, 25. That's why I hate this so much.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't like the way he's written or the way he's played or any of the -the behind-the-scenes stuff the actor says. Like, I have very specific reasons. It's not just a gut feeling.
2: So is the traveler going to come and take him away at some point?
0: Ooh, that'd be good.
1: That would be great.
0: And then, uh, because the traveler is always after small children, he would have to fight Neelix for him. Yes. Because <laughs> Neelix also likes small children. Come,
1: come along, Harry. I have to take you away to your special boystiny.
0: Take my hoof.
1: Yeah. It's just a giant thumb. Why do you only have one thumb that's just your entire hand? This is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. You should replace oh, sure. it with the
0: Bever hand. Or, or the thumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're what
1: just else? a monster. Yeah, uh, b- b- b-
0: I just uh, um, did not care for this. There's a lot of my notes yelling at Harry. Yep. Just oh, so the episode ends as as Gav pointed out with the uh, Janeway agreeing to have the crew duplicated on this planet.
1: Mm-hmm. Like what? What? That's I not mean, good. Also, I mean, a at tiny... least it was voluntary. Like,
0: yeah, it was. Like Amanda pointed out, isn't this like that episode of Next Gen where that? planet was abducting people and cloning them and like, well, this was like these people signed up for this, but it's still yeah. weird.
1: And it was de- there were definitely not enough people for it
0: to have been the entire crew. Like I there's only like uh like there's less than two hundred people on the ship. It was like 150 people at this
1: point. Yeah, but I would say there was less than a hundred people on the planet.
0: I guess and we think that half of them were Neelix probably.
1: Yeah probably.
0: <laughs> Make yeah,
1: it back again
2: <clears throat> More More Neelixes. And it's the end was just so quick. It was, yep. hmm, Bye. I, have, I have an idea, cut to all the crew, ship goes away, that's
1: it. Yeah. Yep. It's like, well, um, it's about 30 seconds at the end of the episode, uh, du- du- duplicates, goodbye. Both
0: of these episodes really took what could have been an interesting turn for the story and just sort of rushed through it in dialogue and move on. Yep. Like, it, that. that's the interesting part, why didn't we see that part? Why didn't we see the Doctor being the science pope of this whole planet? Yeah. no. No, let's not do that.
1: No, instead we're going to watch Harry and Tom walk around a planet and talk about hilariousness for like 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, we'll see their best friends.
1: Shut up, shut up. Yeah. Go f- go but, fall in glam armus. But here's a <laughs>
0: glam arms. <laughs> that was good, Gav. I wanted to yeah. I wanted to call that out. That was definitely We should remember that. We probably won't, but we should i the thing is like this is a tiny spoiler, and this is all I know, Gav's seen ahead, of course, but uh the memory alpha said that these th- these this planet of duplicates returns next season, Ugh. so it's like well i I don't know what's gonna happen, but I can't think of anything that isn't stupid nope like this this uh, is not a thing we need to come <clears throat> back to I'm gonna,
1: gonna call it right now, stupid
2: <laughs> maybe not, but probably so what we're saying no, is no, if, right. if this uh episode was a parrot. Uh, it would uh-huh. be, it would be the uh, Monty Python one.
1: If this episode was a parrot, I would fucking hate it as much as I hate it now.
0: Well, Matt hates parrots. I do. That's well established. That's that is post-atomic horror canon. Yep. yep. No, the Python parrot is dead. This this episode is not dead because they're going to bring it back apparently.
1: Ugh.
2: Yeah. Uh.
1: I well, guess so it would be like Frankenstein's 20, part. Yes. I guess they put 20,000 volts through it and it boomed. <clears throat> <laughs>
0: I suppose so. I do like all three of us at the same time made the uh, noise. We all feel the same way about this, which is...
1: Uh, I don't want it. No. I, I hate I, it.
0: I did notice it as well,
2: that at one point, Cody uses the line, you're too close to this.
1: <laughs> Don't get too close!
0: Which is always a, an original line of dialogue you want to hear in things. Just like, stay frosty and watch your six.
1: Yep. I warned you not to get too close, I Got too close. Now you're going to have sex with Hannibal. Probably. probably. Hannibal yeah. Burris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: okay. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Anything else? Uh, n- no. Kev?
2: No uh no i just have a, several notes
0: saying leave them behind but that's about it yeah please <laughs> kirk would have done it kirk yeah. left everybody behind just fucking leave them now yep, leave good luck leave the so, duplicates or leave the original tom and harry
1: whatever uh, what am i yes. what, what am i answer guy <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you are you are answer guy yeah also food guy
1: i am food guy yeah the Beloved, the beloved character
0: uh, Gav, you got a quote for us?
2: Yes, this is. I like Tuvok's use of the plural to describe uh, the the Kims, basically. Four of the away team are in sickbay, Captain. I'm trying to get a
0: lock on the fifth. It is ensign Kim, or rather, one of the ensigns Kim. I I am a huge fan of that plural form, like attorneys general. Yep, that's that's just something. That I don't know why it's a grammar nerd thing, but I like. Yep. It. Yeah, I do. Ensigns like that. Kims. Yep, ensigns Kim. <laughs> All right, well, only two more episodes to go in Season 4. Thank Christ for that. So that's something. Uh Uh-huh. So look forward to that. I assume there's some sort of thrilling cliffhanger in store for us at the end of Season 4, probably, because that's usually how it goes. Yeah. So, and then then it's supplemental time. So if you want to write to us for that, we will answer your mail gladly. It is postatomacore at gmail or... We will be recording that on the morning of August 13th, mm-hmm. 2016. Uh, we will be live streaming that. So if you yes, want we to uh, ask us things in real time that we can respond to, then uh, do that. And mm-hmm. details for that will be on our Facebook page, on our website, com, on our Tumblr, just all over the place. We will make sure you know how to get to that. So yep, look forward to that. And Gav, we have something fun coming up, do we not? Yes,
2: we're going to be doing. Well, there's no more drunken time travel, oh, uh, I'm sure, resistes, which is a, a surprise to many people given the fact there hasn't been an episode for six years. Um, <laughs> but we're going to be doing uh, an episode basically with uh, Matt and Al to uh, talk about just the rest of Doctor Who and to sort of wrap it up.
0: Now, bearing in mind we've not seen the rest of Doctor Who, is that okay? Yes, well, you know, you've seen the doctors because you think
2: yeah, you've seen yeah. several episodes with each of the
0: doctors. Yes, that's true. I, I've, I've seen quite a bit of the new, the newer version, <laughs> but like I, I can't really speak for much from Tom Baker through, uh, the like the Eighth Doctor. Like I've seen bits and pieces, but not much.
1: I know that I like the old guys better than the new guys. What Except do you mean? For, uh, like the, it? Like if it's an old episode, I tend to prefer it to. Ah, like, that's fair. Any of the, the new stuff except for, uh, oh god, what the fuck's his name? Cohen, uh, Colin, Baker? Nine.
2: The guy with yeah, the, no. yeah.
1: No, um, fucking, uh, Big Nose McGee, um. Joan Pertwee. Uh, yes.
2: Yes. Hmm. Okay, well, I could say that. Big news, McGee.
0: Like, what I'm saying is I hope you don't want us to watch all the rest of Doctor no, Who that no, you hadn't no, covered no. yet. Because uh...
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. There's still, a, like, there's still a new season of BoJack i got to get through.
2: Yeah. Well, you've both seen Tom Baker. Uh, oh, of course. You've both yes. seen Colin Baker because I forced yep. you to watch that. And you've both seen Sylvester McCoy. Mm-hmm. Because of forced you worked. to watch that as well.
1: That great fucking episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was uh, the Candyman one, right? Yep. Yes. And he's
1: stuck to the floor again.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> that takes me back. And I've seen the T V movie, so I know the Eighth Doctor. Yes. There you go. That's all you
2: need. So yeah. Very well.
0: Uh, yeah, so we, we will certainly we would be more than happy to to help you wrap stuff up. I'm I'm sad to hear that that you guys stopped, but that is a hugely ambitious thing that mm. uh, that I do not recommend for anyone.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of episodes.
0: Given that we're doing basically the same thing and we're hating it.
2: Yeah. I'm quite surprised we kept going for so long.
1: Mm. Uh, I'm proud of you both. Yeah. I want you to know that. The
0: thing is, you you didn't make it through all of Doctor Who, which makes it sound like you failed. But you did go for what, like five years or something? Yeah. Uh,
2: Seven. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, seven. That is yeah. That that is uh, that is that is something to be celebrated. Wait. So yes, take 11, this ceremony Eleven years, couple. sorry. Oh no no, I'm talking about podcast time. Oh
2: podcasting. Uh, yeah. oh I don't know, five years?
0: Yeah. yeah. You made it you made it quite a ways, is my point. You didn't do like you didn't do that thing most people do with a podcast whereas they start it and they do five episodes and then they quit. Mm-hmm. No.
2: Like we, weren't went to, we weren't went a we one hit wonder. <clears throat> right, exactly. Or a wonder at all. <laughs>
0: In any case, that that is on the horizon, and we will tell you how to find that when it happens. hmm So look forward to that. Uh, yeah. And that's all. Oh, uh, while while you're here, Gav, do you want to tell the people how to get to the encapsulations of Voyager you did back in the day?
2: Yes, I'd love to. Uh, it's at sickbaycheese.blogspot.co.uk. Mm-hmm.
0: And that was you making your way through the entire series, it, you know, several episodes we haven't gotten to yet, obviously. And, uh, and, yeah, and, and
1: just, and that, like, just,
0: uh, yeah. just uh,
2: short encapsulations on each one. I, I may not feel the same way as I did
0: then. I know you've mentioned looking back and it's like, oh, I, I didn't remember thinking that at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, well, I actually put in, in Demon quite a bit of Harry and Paris chatting in this episode, which is good. So I don't know what I was on at that point.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Did
0: you? No, you didn't like Harry back then, though. I remember. Even back then, you said you didn't. No, I didn't like. I'm. Like, um, um, I i do not know. Maybe I like two to of them together. Uh, who knows?
1: Listen now, the past is another country. It's very confusing. The
0: undiscovered <laughs> country.
1: Yes. Very well. All right. That's all for
0: this week. Next week is the last two episodes of season four. So look forward to that. I, I guess. Uh, hopefully, I don't. know Whatever.
1: Sure. Whatever. See ya, folks.
0: The Post Atomic Horror Podcast is a co-production of Ron Algar Watt and Matt Robotham. Copyright 2016. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this.